Hey, what's up, everyone? This is On Cue with your host, Kwane. We are back with another episode ready every Wednesday at 12.04 p.m. to talk about topics that may have been addressed on the surface, but not enough detail. These topics include, but will not be limited to, godliness, faith, self-esteem, salvation, and even love. If you are new here, I welcome you. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to me today. If you are returning, I thank you so much for returning. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast either on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music so you'll be notified when another episode drops. Okay, y'all, so let's talk. I have found myself in a season of a lot of tears and when I say season I'm not talking about um the you know the weather I'm not talking about um this podcast season I'm just the time the space in my life where I am right now I found myself just doing a lot of crying crying over aggravation crying over frustration crying over hurt crying over not really understanding what exactly the Lord is doing it seemed like things are occurring around me that in my mind doesn't make sense and I'm just trying to figure out like what is this why is this here what did I do to you Lord (laughs) no I'm just kidding what did I do like why is this happening to me And in the midst of that, I just found myself going in my prayer closet and just crying. Like, I don't, I don't have words to pray to God. I just been crying. And in my mind, I'm just like, there's a scripture somewhere that talks about how he bottles up our tears. And in my mind, me going in my closet to me, well, I I don't want to say to me, but I was doing that out of faith. Like I'm coming to you with the good, bad, or ugly. I'm coming to you when I'm sad. I'm coming to you when I need you. Cause I feel like sometimes people, and I don't want to generalize and say all Christians, but I feel like people, you know, we take God as our Lord and our master. We, 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 we repeat the sinner's prayer and we pray about, you know, what we need for God to do, whether it's spiritually, naturally, financially or whatever. And we pray for other people and we, we pray about certain things, but you know, I feel like it's important to come with him, come to him when you're upset, come to him when you're mad, come to him when you're angry, come to him when you're just sad and you just need to cry it out. Sometimes everyone don't need to know everything. And sometimes it falls upon the wrong ears. And I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I found myself telling the wrong people, inviting the wrong voices in my conscious and in my mind and into my reasoning and into my understanding. And so I, I just, I just been going in the closet and I just been crying. And, you know, there were times where God would drop a song in my spirit to like lift me up and just make me feel like, you know what, I, you can make it go on out, get yourself together. You can make it. But I just found myself just doing a lot of crying in this season and, you know, I just, I just feel like that. I, I just don't know what's going on. 
I kind of feel like that a rug has been pulled from under me and um, it's not to the degree where I want to lose it, but it it's happened and little things like I'm finding myself falling, tripping a lot. Like now to everyone else that may not be a thing, but I remember I was taught like you got to watch that kind of stuff when you are bumping into things spiritually, what can they spiritually represent? you 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 tripping and you falling I'm not a clumsy person at all and you know at work you know I just been tripped I've been tripping I fell out the chair twice don't do that and I'm just like well what in the world and I'm just like well what I'm not a clumsy person what is this so like the first couple times that I've tripped and I fell Y'all best believe, those of you who listen, you already know what I did. I went in the bathroom and I told the devil where to go and where to, how to get there. Because what you're not going to do, sir, I don't know what this is, but what you're not going to do, sir, you are not about to trip me up and stumble me or whatever. I don't know what this is, but it's going to the abyss and it's going to be sealed up. Don't play. I don't have time for this, right? So that's what I did. But like, I'm like, well, what is going on? So that kind of stuff is happening. It's like manifesting in the natural realm and then just different things going on. And I'm doing all this crying and frustrating and aggravated. It sounds crazy with me even saying all this. But anyway, getting grounded, bringing it in. Um, I had went to a church because I'm in the process of finding another church. We're going to get into that later, but I'm in the process of finding another church. I've been in that process for now two months and, um, I visit a ministry on Sunday and the word was talking about setting a standard. And the preacher was talking about how the steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord and that he delights in that. And when he referred to good, he referred to us, you know, it starts off with us being like God. It starts with us walking in integrity um, every day. Like, how do we treat people? How we interact with people? Um, how we react to things? Um, you know, good character, the fruits of the spirit and the works of the spirit, you know, the kindness, the gentleness, the wisdom, the understanding, the love, the patience, the temperament, um, all of those things. So it starts with that. And the fact that your steps are ordered, meaning you can't dictate or you don't get a you don't get a say necessarily how this goes. Once you surrender your life to God, once you choose him as your Lord and your master and your savior, savior, he tells you where to go and what's going to happen. You you don't get a say in that. So they're ordered and he delights in it, which means he wants to know everything. And that kind of gave me comfort because even with me having these moments where I just, I'm just crying. And I feel like a lot of times we pray about a lot of things. We pray about what we want God to do, what we want to see manifested. And we're praying to save loved ones. We're praying um, for different things. But I feel like sometimes when we get frustrated, when we get sad, it's nothing wrong. We're going to him with that. And I found myself since um, getting really back in with really trying to live transparent and with God the past couple, two or three years, um, 
that I've been very open to just carrying how I'm feeling to God, whether it makes sense or don't. Lord, you know what I'm trying to say. You're trying, you know, you know what's going on. I'm just now inviting you into the situation. So when he was talking about that scripture, I'm like, wow, that's very encouraging. It's good to know that he wants to know he cares. And it's like, I knew that, but I needed to hear that. And, you know, you can know something, but when you're going through something, you're not thinking about that. You know what I mean? So anyway, so then I'm like, you know what he's preaching he's talking about, um, you know, it's just some things that we just need to shake off, you know, the, the aggravation, the anger, um, when people say something about you, you just need to shake it off. When things happen, you just need to shake it off. You just, you just need to shake it off. So he asked us to stand up and he asked us to just, just shake yourself. Now there was people in the congregation that, you know, they tried a little, do a little twist. They was cute about it. When I tell you that I was girl jerking, shaking, getting it off. Like I, and I was looking cute too. I wasn't too cute. One thing about me in church, baby the face is made up I might be Jody Sharp but when it comes to me tapping in I I don't care I I honestly don't care I have no shame in my game my thing is I need Jesus so when you come in looking for something you don't care you just don't care so that's how I am so girl I was jiggling I was shaking because no I need this I need this mess going and so I walked away from the service like you know what I'm gonna set some standards I'm gonna set some standards who do I want to be? And I, and I'm aware. I know the scripture is saying your steps are ordered, which means you really can't necessarily say, you know, how you want this to go, but lining up with the things of God, what kind of standard do I want to, um, have? What kind of standard do I want to raise for myself? What what standards do I want to put up for myself? So in my mind, you know, I wanted to talk about it. And it is the season finale. So I want to end on a positive note. So a couple of things I was just thinking, you know, my prayer life has not been where it needs to be. It's honestly a hit and miss. And if I can be transparent, it get like that. I mean, I know it's wrong and I... It get like that. But anyway, it's I don't I don't want to say it get like that like it's okay cuz it's not okay. But like I have to be honest, it it just is what it is. But but I don't want to say it in that um careless. I don't want to be careless about it. I don't want to be like it is what it is. But that's my current situation. Is that a more humble way to say it? But anyway. So, I want to be a woman of prayer. I want to be a woman that can pray could lord of mercy i want to be a woman of prayer i want to be a woman of prayer i want to be a woman that can be able to fight in warfare that's just a standard that these are standards that i want for myself i want my household to be a praying household i want the holy spirit to be in here if anybody was to come in here they would be able to feel it i that's the standard i want for my house i want a clean house I'm not dirty, but I'm just naming things. Like I want to be a person of order, um, just to put it out there. Um, even when it comes to relationships, I want to be able to be a woman that has temperament, a woman who is patient, a woman who can control her emotions, because that's something that I'm low key struggling with. 
Um, I want to be a woman of self-control and, um, I want to be a woman that's not easily frustrated or easily aggravated. I want to have, I just want to have control or be able to allow the Holy spirit to do what it needs to do to help me to have that control. Um, when it comes to relationships, um, I don't want to be associated with certain people. I don't want to entertain certain things like, I am trying to grow spiritually and even while I'm on this earth, I want to grow. I want to experience life in a way that I've never experienced life before. And I feel like if you want to do that, that requires some type of environmental change. And when I say environmental change, I feel like it starts from within things that I entertain, even as far as conversations. And I feel like I said this in an episode, but anyway, like I really want to buckle down on that. I want to be around fruitful people to have fruitful conversations. And it's possible to not be around people and just be talking about people all day or putting people down all day just throwing darts and arrows in the spirit against people when you call them out of their name when you talk about their marriage when you talk about whatever they post you know what I mean I want to be a woman that just has that standard that I'm not speaking on things that I don't know that I didn't see and I didn't witness I don't want to be a woman that just you know what I mean and so I don't even want to be around people that do that. And I understand it's not perfection. And it's one thing if you're talking about somebody out of pure concern and God knows your motives and he knows when it's pure. And I know that those type of people are out there because I was just around people. It was Sunday, actually. And we did not. I was over there for hours. When I tell you that we did not talk about anybody or what's going on on social media or nothing like that when I tell you it was fruitful it was about the business we want to do it's about you know I told him a little bit about where I want to see my podcast going like it was a very productive fruitful conversation and I walked away from that like it's possible you know what I mean like who wants to even you know the algorithm on my Instagram like I just don't want to know what's going on with certain things you know what I mean I just want to be a woman of substance I want virtue I just want to be just a woman that God would want me to be I really hope that makes sense but anyway um relationships as far as men okay um a standard I want I Kwane cannot be unequally yoked now this is not a popular opinion, but something happened to me in May last month that showed me clear as day that Kwane, I say Kwane, cannot be unequally yoked. I am someone who is a saved believer of Jesus Christ, God through Jesus Christ. I am a Christian. I am a follower of the most high God. I don't listen to secular music. I don't go out to clubs. I don't drink. I don't party. I am saving my body until marriage. I'm not out here doing as the world do. And I mind you, there's, there's, there's some things I need to clean up, but like the basic, like I'm different. And 
I'm not just a church goer. Now, if that's where you are right now, God bless you. And I pray that God will continue to bring you. But I feel like that I've grew up in the church and I know things and God has shown me outside the church who he is, which has developed our relationship. A standard for me, and I'm standing all 10 toes down on this, is that I cannot be with a man that is just a church goer. I cannot do that. You have to be saved and you have to have a genuine connection with God through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. I cannot be unequally yoked. I can't compromise that because I end up losing myself. And it's a thing where it's like, well, I mean, you know, you never know kind of thing. And it's like, okay, you never know. But I just feel like, it's not for me. It's not for me. It is not for me. And, you know, I don't want the gift of celibacy. I don't want that. But at this point, if it means that it's just got to be your girl until that sky is cracked, as long as I make it in, that's just what it is. But that's a standard, standard, standard that I can't be unequally yoked. I can't do it. I To me, I'm enough. I am trying to get my own self under subjection to God even the more. I can't handle just dealing with a person that's not even, you know what I mean? Trying. Does that make y'all please tell me it makes sense. But anyway, that's something. Another thing is I'm realizing what my triggers are. I believe I did an episode called Pull My Trigger about what my triggers are. And I need a man that that understands that. I need a man that I can honestly be emotionally safe with. I'm looking for an emotionally intelligent, intelligent man. I'm looking for a patient man. I'm looking for a man that would make me feel safe emotionally and make me just feel safe in general. Um, I need a man that's not going to prey on my weaknesses or my shortcomings or my triggers. I don't want a man that's going to use what inexperience that I have, because if I can be transparent here, I have only been in, uh, I would say one serious relationship, one, one serious relationship. And, you know, I ain't trying to put it all out here, but I'm gonna put it all out here. Like, <laughs> um, even sexually, like my body count is three. So, um, is it three or four? I'll say four, four, four. My body count is four. So I'm not experienced in that department as well. I need someone that I can feel safe enough that will be able to be patient with me with that. Even, you know, being inexperienced in relationships and being inexperienced in that department. This is not what it's about, but I'm just saying because it can be an issue in marriages. It can be an issue, especially if you're two people that's waiting until marriage to do that. And then you get to the um, honeymoon night and then, you know what I mean? So I need a patient man with, my inexperiences and someone that is willing to work with me on that. Um, you know, cause it's some things that I can say like, 
you know, well, growing up, I didn't, or my mom didn't, or my dad didn't, you know, on cue with Kwane is all about that. Um, exposing things that you wasn't taught, but at the end of the day, you know, it comes a time where like, all right, cool. You know, I don't want to just be someone that is aware of her triggers or, or is aware of her inexperiences or aware of the fact of what she wasn't taught. Like, what are we going to do about it? I need a man that's going to challenge and encourage me to, and work with me through that. Now he's not supposed to be my therapist. I get that. Um, but be patient with me in that. And so, um, that's something that's a standard that I that's not going nowhere. Um, to me, that's a deal breaker. Emotional, emotional intelligence is a deal breaker. I, I, that's just something I need. I need someone that's going to push me closer to God. That's going to want me to be like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? Like draw me closer to God. You know what I mean? He can't push me to him, but like, you know, inspire me. Let's talk. Let's have conversations about it. And, you know, sometimes you are enlightened. Sometimes um, you are encouraged to go out after God sometimes after leaving certain people. I know, you know, sometimes when I hear I'm not necessarily in a conversation with my older sister. She's a minister. But um, when she be talking, I just be listening. I don't necessarily um, comment sometimes, but I just be listening. And then I walk away with like pieces, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, right. It incur it, it, it plants a seed inside of you to make you want to go after God. I'm not going to ask y'all do that make sense? Cause it should, but anyway, yeah. So, um, those are just a few things, you know what I mean? That I'm deciding now I decided this Sunday, today is Thursday. Y'all don't pay that no mind because, I know this episode was supposed to be out on Wednesday, but today is Thursday, which means it's going to be out tomorrow on Friday. Um, But nevertheless, ever since I set that standard in my mind, y'all, this week has been hard. I just been felt, I just been feeling um way down and maybe because my period is coming. I don't know, but I just been feeling like, uh, getting up is rough. Getting in the car is rough. Going to work is, uh, getting to work is, uh, and dealing with the people at work, uh, like it's just coming home, uh, what I'ma eat, uh, I gotta record record the podcast, uh, I haven't been to the gym, uh, just a bunch of, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I just, again, I can't imagine y'all with kids, uh, kids, oh, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> what I'ma feed my husband, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want y'all to be like, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm weird, but anyway, um. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, anyway, ever since Sunday that I put those thoughts in my head, it's been a fight to upkeep them, keep, keep them. It's been a fight to keep it in mind. Um, even today, I was just not in a good mood. To me, I was just this nasty person. Now, mind you, I wasn't rude to people. You know what I mean? But inside, I just felt nasty. Like, you know what I mean? Just not in a good mood. And so it hasn't been easy, but, you know, just talking about it with y'all on here, like, you know, I'm going to keep going. It's a process. The race isn't given to the swift or the strong, but the person that just endured to keep coming and keep showing up. Lord, I'm crying, but I'm going back in this closet and I'm going to keep crying until something happened. You bottle my tears. It's scripture. Okay. It's in there. 
Psalms 56 verse 8. You keep track of all of my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. You know. So if you know, he going to do something about it. So, yeah, y'all. So that's where I'm at right now. I hope everyone else is doing well. I got that off my chest. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I'm not going to lie, though, just to go back. Like, when I did fall, I did laugh. But you know what I mean? It's not funny. Because, like, why do I keep falling? And why do I keep tripping? Like, I honestly wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed. And, like, the because I fell twice out the chair, see? And the first time I fell out the chair, um, I was feeling kind of crazy anyway. So I was... um doing some journaling and I was like you know what today I'm gonna write down things that I like about myself and then I'm gonna say um things that I'm grateful for um so I'm gonna end this on that notes and I'm gonna read y'all of the things that I said I wrote this on June the 8th so um I'll just read the journal entry. So, um, good morning. I wanted to push myself and do something different. Instead of focusing on the negative, sad things that I felt that instead of focusing on the sad things I feel like are happening, I wanted to list what I love about myself and what I am thankful for today. So the first part of the entry was Kwane, what do you like about yourself? The first thing I said is I love my sense of humor, the ability to make myself and others laugh. The second thing I said, I love my work ethic. I work hard at whatever job I have to do. I do my job well, even when I don't feel like doing it. That's the truth. Um, the third thing I wrote, I love that people feel comfortable coming to me with their personal stuff to vent. I love that I give off that safe place. And I do love that. Um, that people feel just comfortable talking to me. And, you know, in the beginning I used to be like, I didn't, I didn't ask you a personal question, but I like that, you know, cause people need that safe place. You know what I mean? And without the judgment and sometimes people just need to get it out. So I do like that about myself that people trust me to get it out. You know what I mean? Um, the fourth thing I said, I love how honest slash transparent I have grown to be. Um, especially with me getting close with God and trying to get back on track with him in this past couple of years, um, being saved for real. Um, cause I've been playing, um, has helped me to be very honest and very transparent. And sometimes I struggle with overthinking. Like, I feel like if I didn't tell somebody something, it means that I'm just this liar and I wasn't transparent. So I always have to watch myself with that because sometimes everyone don't need to know everything. Um, so the, what is this? The fifth thing I said, I love that I have a presence about me. Don't know what it is exactly, but it's there. When I walk in a room, people know that I'm there. Um, when I walk through, people notice. And it's not, again, I've said this before, it's not on no, um, it's not on no conceited stuff, but it's something that I see. I don't necessarily like it. I don't necessarily like it all the time, but I see that it's there and I feel like there's a purpose for that. I don't know what that is, but it is a purpose. But anyway, the next thing I wrote is I love how creative I can be with drawing, decorating, games at work, etc. At my job, you wouldn't probably think it, but I am somebody that 
if there's a luncheon, if there's an event, I come up with some game, I come up with some some type of activity and everyone gets a kick out of it. I honestly like doing it. I do get a kick out of it myself. Um, even when I'm around family, my mom's side, like, you know, we do karaoke. I low key, well, I put myself up as the host, but you know, they get a kick out of it. I get a kick out of it. It's cool. Um, the next thing I said was a physical thing. My face is beautiful. I love my eyes, the way my nose is small and my cheeks are, how full my lips are and even my smile. I love my eyes though, laugh out loud, especially when my eyebrows are on fleek. Like I love my face. Anyway, um, I did say, I don't know if this should be a thing, but I love when I worship how I sound and how genuine it is. Oh, I do love that though. Um, the last one I wrote was <laughs> after I fell out the chair the first time when I, I fell out the chair, but I wasn't embarrassed though. I, I was more in shock. Like, yo, did I just fall out the chair? But I honestly wasn't ashamed. Even when I fell again this morning, was not ashamed at all. I just got right on back up. Um, so after I fell the first time I said, um, I love the ability to laugh at myself. I'm I, it bounced back was a person. I believe I'm in the number. Um, so then I said, Kwane, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for the money that I have. I do make decent money. Um, the food that I have, God is still with me. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful that my parents are still alive. I'm thankful that my siblings are still alive. Um, I'm thankful that I'm not sick. I'm thankful that I am alive and I'm thankful I have a chance at life still. And I know that all of those things are only because of God. And I thank him for his grace and his mercy. I thank him because as long as I'm breathing and I'm here, he's not done with me. And as long as you're able to listen to me, he's not done with you either. So I leave y'all with this. Create a standard. When you're feeling down, don't be ashamed to just cry it out. I, God sees and he knows. Get on your knees and just cry. He gets it. If you have to, get it out. Or if you're having a bad day like me, I journal. Um, I don't journal every day. I just journal when I feel something. And so, you know, that was a great exercise for me to just look at the things I love about myself, both spiritual and as far as my personality, um, things that I'm grateful for. Um, it was kind of hard at first because sometimes when you're aggravating, you're frustrated, you're looking at what you don't have, you kind of forget the everyday things that you do have and that other people don't. So I encourage you to do certain activities like that. And I encourage you, and I'm even encouraging myself, like, listen, we got to get in the face of God. We need his protection. We need his help. We need his love. We need his understanding. We need help to know what's going on around us. And that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, this is the season finale, y'all. We made it. I'm going to see y'all in the fall. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give a month because I don't want to lie to y'all. And that's another thing. I, I need to set a standard here. I can hear somebody like, no, you need to set a standard here because you don't be posting when you say you be posting on Instagram, but you don't show up. Yes, I do need to set a standard. So I am going to set a standard to be a woman of her word. Okay, so I'm gonna do better. So if you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. 
if you are returning y'all thanks for listening again listen i will see y'all in the fall if you're not following me on instagram at on q with Kwane, what are you doing please follow me share this podcast if you want to donate if you want to you know support my podcast all that information will be in the description listen this is on cue with your host Kwane. i'm gonna see y'all in season five peace